Shorty brown skin, she a bad bitch. She independent and established. She graduated college with a bachelor's. Ooh. Now she going back to school for a master's. And she don't really need a nigga. She focused on the future. I respect it like the shooter. Two jobs, she stripped downtown. Two kids, no baby daddy around. I respect her for her ambition. She got that automatic drive like a transmission. She just trying to make them ends meet. Both of her baby daddy some deadbeats. She ain't trying to get her time wasted, so she fuck with me. With me. She recognize that I'm a real nigga. I treat her like a queen. Shorty independent. Shorty independent. She handle all her business. Shorty independent. Shorty independent. She don't need no nigga. She ain't trying to get her time wasted, so she fuck with me. She recognize that I'm a real nigga. I treat her like a queen. Shorty independent. She be up all night. If she ain't working, then she doing homework online. Shorty chase her back. Her baby daddy see her happy. Now they tryna get her back. I tell her, don't text back, leave it on red. If they get out of pocket, delete the whole thread. She pay her own bills, she don't need help. Says she feels safe when I'm around her like a seabell. She a solid woman and I love that. I do anything for her, even watch her rugrats. She independent and she hate lanes. <laughs> me and her ex ain't in the same lane. She ain't trying to get her time wasted, so she fuck with me. With me. She recognize that I'm a real nigga. I treat her like a queen. Shorty, Shorty independent. independent. Hey. That was a banger right there, my nigga. Ain't that crazy? This nigga reference Rugrats, nigga. So you know he come from our generation, nigga. He said he said he'll even watch her Rugrats. Big facts. But then the whole the whole time he referencing that. She independent, so I mean, hey, she really doing it all on her own, nigga. So she got them baby's kids over there, bro. Well, he did say that there's only two, if you remember mm. the first verse. Right? Okay, two said, is fine. You know what I'm saying? As long as it ain't like six or seven, nigga, that's a whole nother situation. Over here, Brady bunching it. Yeah, but that was that boy Rose Royce with his song Independent. He calls himself Mr. Westside himself out of South Central LA. So let's give a clap out to that boy right there, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Follow him on Instagram, too, at Rose Royce. That's the next up artist of the week, and we are fucking back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy, Jones. And your boy, Dini, a.k.a. J. Latta. And yes, we sparking convos about shit that matters, and we gonna get it popping like that. It's 2020, baby. How you feeling, big boy? You forgot to be like, and we sparking about C... They already know about shit that, that matters. matters. Yes, Ooh. sir. 2020 is <laughs> good, bro. It's good, baby boy. What's today? The 7th? January 7th. So we seven days into the new year already. Um, you know, Even like always. On Thursday. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, Fuck okay. It. okay. <laughs> I mean, if we recorded and dropped it the same day, we some magicians, baby boy. <sighs> True that. <laughs> True but that. You, I hope all y'all had a good uh, New Year's Eve, you know. New Year's Eve is usually the time we either get loose, get wild, spend time with the friends, family, loved ones, bringing the new year, you know, and just you know pray for a good a good year, man. It started actually, off as the worst the worst New Year's I had. It started yeah, off. Yeah, that boy was laid out. I had the shakes. Man, I thought you. <laughs> what I say? I got some tums for you, nigga. <laughs> so I'm over here in my bedroom, right? And so we threw a little little party. At the crib, you know, and I'm over here having the shakes. Shakes as in, I feel like I got the flu. My head pounding. I'm coughing. I'm sick. So Jones comes into the room and he goes, hey, bro, I got some Tums for you. 
That's like ask, That's like saying, bro, I'm parched. And he go, oh, okay, I got a cheeseburger for you. No, nah, because I was thinking, like, maybe your stomach was trump- trembling or something, nigga. You know, the right. tongues that heartburn, oh. how you shaking, boy. Man, when I was shaking, and I was like, reflux? bro, I'm sick. I'm not, not, not no stomach ache. Man, I thought it was over for that boy for the night. I said, this can't be happening all this drink outside, bro. And what, no what happened? What did I do? That boy woke up like Superman, popped out the back door. like <laughs> I had a, I had an Army Swiss mask on. In a two-step. With a sweater and some sweats. Yeah, that boy looked like he was ready for war, bro. And I sweated it off. Yeah, bro, it was a good night, man. I'm glad you had that over there. It was a good time, bro. A lot of vibes, good music. Basically ran through the decade damn near in music, bro, which was a smart idea because that shit brought to my attention. Like, we was listening to a lot of songs, bro, and Kanye came, some Kanye songs came on a few different times. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, thinking to myself, like, damn, these were all the songs that captured us. You feel me? Like, all the songs from College Dropout, shit like that, those were the songs that really made people fuck with Kanye West. And it's crazy how many years ago his music came out, but it's like, damn, that's when he really was uh, grabbing people's attention. Like, I I listen to more of his shit back then versus that I, all any of his new shit because I, really, I can't really connect with his newer music because it's not really telling stories, in my opinion, like he used to tell, you feel me? No, it makes a lot of sense, bro. But at the same time, I was listening to Drake, and he was talking about Ye, and he said that because of him, a lot of these artists from back then are also changing up their genre because it's like they're mm. moving through the times. Ye didn't like hop on a bandwagon and say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. If you think about it, this dude changed his whole style by himself. And it's like, right. if you fall out, not listening to him, you fall out just like myself. I fell off not listening to him afterwards, but a lot of people picked it up. And a lot of the new generation picking him up and listening to a lot of his stuff now. I mean, that's true. I mean, he even when he came in the game, he changed the game true. with how he came in. You feel me? More conscious type of rap or more storytelling. Like, it was, it was a good switch up in that time because I feel like, we didn't have that many artists rapping like Kanye was rapping, bro. Pretty much nobody at that time. He was a he was like a producer only, right? Or like making beats at the time. Yeah, he was like a one man band. Right? You know what I'm and saying? Then, like another Swiss Beats. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, that man used to be dope. I mean, a lot of people probably still think he's dope. I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure to. a lot of people still rock with him. But you know, with certain things now that his message that he's trying to give across now versus what it was before. Are like two different fucking scopes. That's why I say he captivated a lot of people back then. But now you had that same audience, and you throwing all this other shenanigans our way. It's kind of it's just a little awkward to me because now you know you got the masses following you, and certain shit you're talking about, certain rhetoric. You know people gonna be listening. You know yeah. what I mean? You got something on your lip? <laughs> it's my balls. No. <laughs> this nigga dumb as hell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally wipe my mouth, nigga. <laughs> this fool doing too much, but just be honest, bro. Like within, within our last decade, they call those the teens, right? The teen years. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Two thousand ten yeah, yeah, yep, through the nineteen. Yep, during them, during that decade, bro, what's something that you feel like was, like either something that was epic or something that people will never forget during that time frame? It could be good, bad, whatever. Um. Damn. Did nine eleven start? Two thousand one, nigga. That was almost twenty years ago. 
Nigga, I was turning. I think that Dang. day I turned nine years old or eleven. Nah, you I, can't. Yeah, two thousand one, nigga. That was my. I was birthday. in middle school. I was too. In middle school, you, you in 11? middle school, eleven, twelve, and then you. I hit high school when I was turning thirteen. So that was sixth grade. Yeah, it was, was like grade. seventh grade. Oh, damn. maybe seventh grade, maybe eighth. I don't know. I don't remember. Damn. Okay, so the last ten years, my bad. Well, I, was I had to that. be eleven. I was probably ten going on eleven. At that time, but you was in middle school for sure. Okay, cool. So I'm not wrong with that. I no, am no, wrong no. with the decade stuff. You're, you're you about two decades behind. Damn, damn. I, I sound it's like all fool. good, but yeah, I mean that shows you in that era. That's probably one of the biggest fucking events. Um, that'll go in the history books. True, but for me, since I'm a sports head, bro, it had to be the Lakers yeah, yeah. championship. Wait, Lakers championship twenty. In the 2010s? Uh, bruh, is it? Did they win? Yeah, uh, they did. Are you sure? Was it 11 or th- 12? 2012? <sighs> Man, my bad, dog. It's all right. We I'm going to fact checking shit. Yeah, because I don't want to be that guy to be like. That's why it's a podcast, you know? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> and if it's right or wrong, nobody but can you tell know me what's good, to, good in today's age? You got that handy phone. That's what you call Google. Yes, I got it. 2010. 2010 was that the last was one? Was the last one, bro? Damn, so it's been it's been what ten years? Yeah, that's when they uh they went 2009 and 2010. That's when they had Pal Gasol, bro. Okay, yeah, Gasol was solid. They went back to back to back like they lost against the Boston Celtics, right? In 08. But that's when they were, had that little Lakers Celtics shit was going heavy mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, because yeah. KG was still playing, Paul Pierce was still playing on the Celtics. Yeah, and I think nice. Ray Allen. Yeah. Yeah, so it was always I am even Rondo. I am correct. Yes, sir. I give you that, but and for me, bro, I just feel like it was just a change in. I feel like the technology world, bro, like just shit in general, like from social media to cell phones, all this shit. Like I just feel like shit just catapulted into like. Yeah, man, we said one. Shit. You said one significant thing, bro. I, I it's try okay, to bring it's up. It's okay, nigga. I can be broad in my scope, so people. So what am I going to say? The iPhone. When did the iPhone come out? Had to be before 2010. Because I'm thinking I had. I got my first iPhone. I think in 2011 or 12. For real? Facts. I was still on the flip phone. No, that's when I got me one, bro. Because 2012 is when I first started trucking, and then. I came back home and bought me an iPhone. Talking about start from the bottom. <laughs> you was already at the top. Fuck no. You was with everybody else with the iPhone. I had nigga, that's when I could go into the store and get phones for free. I was lucky I had a phone. You had an iPhone, man. <laughs> I had a phone. If you still had a flip phone, though, in 2012, that's a little crazy. There were smartphones out by then. Yeah, but I didn't have money. I'm over here still playing Bro. Snake on my damn phone. <laughs> That was a classic game. I ain't gonna stunt. That's that's probably one of the best little free games you could have had back in the day, bro. <coughs> to be honest, but yeah, the decade to me, I guess the most significant event that happened that was kind of heart shattering was the passing of Nipsey, bro. I think that was some shit that was hella unexpected and amen. That shit kind of shook the streets, shook the world up, bro. And it's <coughs> it's causing. Controversy to this day, where you got niggas going back and forth about is he legendary status, this and that. I feel like you gotta let that man rest in peace. You feel me? That man was a legend. You feel me? You gotta kind of, you gotta let that, you gotta let that be because that, that's like a pock and biggie. These niggas became legendary once they passed as well. Like it is what it is, and they did big things when they were alive, and that, that's what Nipsey did when he was alive, nigga. He changed. He was changing the streets for the better, bro. 
And even though he was on the, they might not say megastar level, this nigga was making big megastar moves within his community, homie. And I think that's uh, that's more important than all this other shit. And of course, yeah, when he passed, he, a lot more people started paying attention to him. But that shows you his work he was doing while living was that important that now that people really find out about him, they could understand what the fuck he was really doing. You yeah. feel me? It ain't like he passed away and it just died off. No, his shit like catapulted where people was like, yeah, that man was really out here putting his foot to the ground in the world and really making some differences and some changes, especially to his own community. I like how you brought that up, that people, you know, a lot of outside people who haven't heard about Nipsey was like, man, I never even heard of his music. Well, yeah. that's not where his legend came from. His legend came from exactly. through him pitching in and helping out the streets and exactly. being a businessman. And uh, it, it gave people opportunity and hope and the lower brackets of the streets to for somebody to look up to, you know, and um, he he really was that guy. You're absolutely right, bro. So rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, man. And, uh, you know, the marathon continues, and that's a fact. And it's 2020, spark that talk. The marathon will continue, my nigga. And we're out. <laughs> it's a good episode, bro. <laughs> no, nah, nigga, but I guess we could just hop in and spark that talk. Um, I wanted to, today, the main topic I wanted to discuss, a lot of the new shit that has happened here in Cali. A lot of the um a lot of the new the new laws that have passed. And um yes, fool. A lot of lot of laws every year, you know, the first the <coughs> January first a lot of shit changes and this year a lot of things have occurred here in Cali that's some for the good. Pretty much a lot for the good to be honest. There's and, a lot. Plenty a better, for the good, bro. Yeah, and that's and that's what we need to be seeing and hearing and seeing some fucking action being done. And to be honest, I got so many on my list that I see that have passed, but Damn, the question bro, is, you... the question is, which ones are more important? You feel me? I guess and you got a whole essay on there. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna run through a couple of different ones in which I think is more important to a lot of people in the streets for one minimum wage. Damn, that should look like a Harry Potter book. Yeah, nigga, I, I get deep. <laughs> I get deep into my thoughts sometimes. If I wrote a novel, nigga, I probably the crazy thing about if I wrote a book. It probably would literally only be a hundred pages. I, nah, if I you wrote a book, a thousand bro, page book, bro. If you wrote a book, that thing would still be written till today, <laughs> to the next decade. <laughs> Talking about which pages you like the best? Ah, you know, two thousand and fifty-two. Nah, they're gonna be like page. Uh, this is gonna be chapter nine thousand six hundred seventy-two on page two million three thousand six hundred seventy. That's mm-hmm. crazy, but nah, the law um that passed SB three is minimum wage, basically. Minimum wage has went up another dollar, which is now $12 an hour, which will be minimum wage for companies with 25 or fewer employees. Wait, wait. What was it before? This is Cali? This is Cali, bro. It's crazy. I thought, that, it, I thought they I thought it went to 15. 15. I did, too. But they could you know, have you ever walked into like an office building and see they got the the chart up? We hear $15, right? There's some companies that are paying 15 And that's minimum but, still. But on the paperwork... The law requires this rate. You see what I'm saying? To be twelve dollars, and companies with more than twenty five employees to be thirteen dollars. So that is the minimum. Because I'm glad you brought that up. Because I've seen a couple of charts where the number looks so crazy low, but that's the law. That's what. That's the threshold where you can't go under. 
Okay. But 15, I think, is something people were pushing for, like some of the bigger companies, especially the employees were pushing companies like McDonald's and shit to start mm. paying that $15 and up and down. You know what I mean? So what? You like that? I mean, to be honest, that is a wild number when you talk about living in California. To me, I'm not... I understand you're trying to move it up, but when you really do the numbers on that, when you look at a household, 12 to $13 an hour, if you're trying to be the breadwinner of your family, that's going to be tough, bro. You feel me? But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, There's a reason why it's called minimum wage. You can't live off of minimum wage. Minimum right. wage is not supposed to buy you a house or even right. be the breadwinner of your family. Minimum right. wage is like... But you know the fucked up part about it? When people hear minimum wage, a lot of people are t- trying to get that rate. Yeah, they trying to be up like, up because, come on now. But that's, to me, I don't really blame the people. I blame these companies because it's like you're really willing to pay a person the bare minimum to do a task all day, 40 hours a week, while you, at the end of the day, collecting billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of, I'm not. I'm not necessarily comfortable at all with minimum wage, but it's all, it comes down to the person and it comes to the companies. It's, it's, it's so what do you mean? Up. If you're not comfortable with minimum wage, what, just take it out entirely and then, like, if you start a job, they give you a rate and that's it? Well, that's where it'll be fucked up because if they say, I'll give you $5 an hour, that's fucked up. But these laws are in place to where they can't get you to the point where $12 an hour, what you think that is a week? Shoot, I don't know math, bro. Maybe 5 Hundred or four hundred dollars. Is that what it is? Especially once you the take home pay with forty hours. Cause you think mm. forty hours times ten is four hundred dollars. So you go up to twelve dollars, you're looking at about what four eighty a week. You see what I'm saying? So and the average the average rent cost here in California is what up two thousand and above. But that's what I'm saying. You so can't. that is act. That's a that's a slap in the fucking face. But look in the co- but know, look in bro. the community, bro. There's more minimum wage jobs than any other type of jobs, to be honest. Let's see the facts. The grocery stores, the fast food restaurants, all the shit people use on a daily basis are usually and most likely going to be minimum wage jobs, which the these locations people frequent the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you can't. That's the thing. Like The way people look at it is like, I could get out of... Can you get out or can you be in middle school or high school and get a grocery shopping job and be a cashier? Can yes. you flip burgers? For sure. I mean, everybody you know I mean? Like every- starts their first job on that. I did. I mean, my first job at 15, I was working for a company called Marriage. Shout out to them. Everybody know, if you're from the Long Beach, Compton area, you niggas know what that company is because everybody was working there, bro. Exactly. But that was a call center. And at that time... I think we was making like eleven or twelve dollars an hour, and to me at fifteen, that's a lot of fucking money because exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. At that age, you know you get your paycheck, go get you a flit, a fit, do your thing like doing kid shit. But at that age, you think it's a lot of money. True. But once you get to of age and you got kids and family, it's kind of like that's a hard pill to swallow right there. But bro. That's minimum wage. That's it's you know true. what I mean. Like that's it's true. It's the you, minimum. That's the minimum. Like you can't. <laughs> You can't expect you can't expect to like feed your whole family of five off minimum wage. Like the yeah. only thing I could it, like I could tell you or express to you is yo find another job or or, or find a trade, find something that you could do that will, will get you definitely more not money knocking in your nobody with these jobs. No, nah. hell no. Nah. Everybody if you, everybody got to do what they got to do, my nigga. At the end of the day, so 
if you gotta go bust that job, do what you gotta do, my nigga. But the like that's what what's trying to be said right here is there's always gonna be bigger and better opportunities. It's just up to you if you're gonna stay. Fuck it, I'm gonna stick to this for 10, 20, 30 years versus oh, let me just get in this just to get some money up. I'll stick to this maybe a year or less. And in the meantime, while I'm working here, I am trying to progress my life and do other shit. Yeah. And that's what it has to be. That's what it has to be. I think you got two different people in this world. Me and my nigga Young used to always talk about this. Like, it's it's a hamster wheel. You get onto a job, you get comfortable, right? You just in that motherfucker every day, years fucking passing by. You look up, a lot of niggas done left the company. A lot of niggas over here doing this, doing that. And you still only getting... Eight cents raise a year. Damn, what I kind, feel like you talking to me, bro. I feel like you talking to me. But that's everybody, nigga. At the end of the day, once we get, even when we got it, when we, even when we are in positions making more money than minimum wage, you got to think about it. We so accustomed to getting a paycheck, living the lifestyle you live. So you like, fuck it, this is it. You feel me? Yeah. You feel like this is enough. But I've come to the reality started fucking twenty twenty. That it's not a fucking enough, you feel me? It's not. Like for the pat like I've been there and I'm I'm not making fucking minimum wage, but at the end of the day, the thing is people get comfortable and shit because you feel like it's it's um helping your lifestyle along. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the hamster wheel is a fucking real thing, homie. Yeah. Like, trust me. And you'll forever mind, stay on it. You'll forever moving. stay on that and you'll forever stay on the hamster wheel until you find something else better to do. For sure You know That'll put more money In your pockets like, Stay stacked up We supposed to be talking About the laws Which we are The minimum wage True It went up Good But I'm glad we're having This discussion now Because this is some Serious shit Because a lot of people Still not satisfied Nobody satisfied bro I don't give a fuck Even if you make A hundred thousand dollars This year fam Last year Your household Brought in more than A six figure income You probably still Looking at the situation Like nigga This ain't enough But when you look at other shit, like if you only made twenty that year, you will look at a nigga making a hundred. Like, damn, that's a lot of money, nigga. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the numbers might be up there. But look at the lifestyle as well. The lifestyle is causing a lot of that income to go to the lifestyle. You understand? True. Like we people, we as people, money is like a funny fucking thing. You know, that's how I look at it now. It's like you may make all this money, but we create a lifestyle with that money that now you have to try to keep up with. You know what I'm saying? You gotta try to you gotta try your damnedest to keep all of these things in line now that you created all of this shit. You feel me? Because yeah. you had the income. So now that's why I say people get complacent because it's like the income I'm making is helping me keep all of this shit afloat, right? But the question of the day is five years go by, ten years go by, is that all you're doing is Feeding feeding the things that you love to have And doing and all this shit And you look down the line 10, 20 years later You're like damn Could I have done something a little different Could I created something better, bigger You know what I'm saying Yeah you look You look down the line 10, 20 years later Bro things Things are still gonna be rising Prices are still gonna be rising And if you're still stuck on that same amount That you made 10, 20 years ago but that's You ain't never gonna survive so At the end of the day Minimum wage 20,000 a year, 100,000, 200,000 a year. If your lifestyle is, you're building a lifestyle and you and you just stay stagnant, of course shit gonna get, get weird, nigga. Yep. Because like you said, everything just keep going the fuck up. You go to the store now, you got seven items on the, on the thing. It's $100. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go to the grocery store, bro, you might have two bags, three bags in the cart, $100. Mm-hmm. 
Everything you do now is a fucking hundred dollar bill. I hate you, Costco. <laughs> nigga, I don't even like going to Costco because of that fact. You put you you say seven items, nigga. There you talking about two items. <laughs> they talking about damn seven items. <laughs> yeah, for real. Three items be three hundred dollars. But hey, you could go to our food court and get a dollar fifty on the hot dog plus a free drink. That is the best combination going on in Costco. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. A dollar fifty, you get a big ass hot dog and a drink. And if you want a slice of pizza, you still under five dollars. I'm gonna tell y'all this: before I go to the Dodger games, I go and get myself three hot dogs from, from Costco, Costco. <laughs> and I, I bet, call that I my they, Dodger dog. I bet they look better than them Dodger dogs too, huh? <sighs> or are they thicker? Nah, Dodger dogs—that's a real deal, bro. That's weird, but yeah, they probably are. Our Dodger dogs, like I've never been to the Dodger game. I still Man, haven't. We were been. supposed to go last year, and you never. I still, still haven't done it, baby boy. We Listen, said bro. I said that last, when we basically started Spark that talk that a nigga needed to go, and I and went, it still ain't went. I How went. many times you go last year? Damn, gotta be, gotta be. I, I think it's more or less than ten. To be honest, mm. it wasn't a lot. I mean, if you think about one hundred sixty-two games, that's a lot of fucking games. Yeah, but how many did you go to? I think like ten or less. To be honest, that's still a lot of games at the end of the day. But you know, Cali got so many fucking teams. You could do we'll a go, sport We'll make every it week. right here, bro. Twenty twenty, we going to a damn game. One game. That's all I need is one. All you need, and we need to go to a good one. All right. Where they play and like a soon. World Series contender. The Padres. Come on, bro. That's when I know you out of touch. <laughs> this nigga named the 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 worst team. Oh, who? The worst team in the National League West. Tell me who. Tell me what game would be the best game. Houston. We can go to the Houston game. The I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if they're gonna play them this year. I don't know. I know that when they played the Yankees, that was like a a money game too this past year. Okay. We'll find a game, bro, and we'll go. I'm mess around and take you to a little league game. You gonna think it's a Dodgers? Man, <laughs> damn, these niggas is hella short. How come, these niggas? How nobody come, got a beard, nigga? Coming in at three three. Forty two pounds. Man, why this why this field hella small, bro? I thought Dodgers saved me hella big. Like, bro, just calm down and watch this. Out there with them wiffle bats. That's crazy. I'm like, damn, Bellinger only five one. I knew these niggas T V main niggas look bigger than they was. Said there barely anybody over here at Dodger Stadium. That's crazy, fool. But another law that passed. What's up? Moving what forward. That you like. Well, I like this one because of the industry that I'm in. Mm. Like a lot, it's been a lot of talk about it. AB five, mm-hmm. which is about independent workers, which was aimed directly at like gig workers or like contractors or independent workers. These are people who basically, um, you're doing work for a a company as an independent contractor, although you're under their direction. Like you're basically an employee of them, yet you're running your own operation, but they're directing you on what you do and what you can't do. But ain't that only till January, like, 15 or 13 or something like that? No, but see, this shit has been put on halt. This this law. Okay, so it's not going to pass. I'm not going to say that. Uh, This shit is an effect for certain things, like photographers, shit like that. It has come into an effect for them. But for, like, the trucking industry or, like, Uber and shit like that, they have put a halt on it because they're starting to realize how many problems this shit could cause. So it still could get passed or not? It's a possibility, but some certain certain uh, areas, it is an effect, but 
like the trucking one was the biggest one in the gig economy were the biggest ones like Uber suing against this shit. Mm, nice. Even the trucking companies are fighting against it. Even the owner operators because they're like, this shit is going to fuck up the industry. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, especially down here in our area, in the Harbor area, Wilmington, <coughs> San Pedro, Long Beach, whatever the fuck or down here in the ports, most, most niggas going in the port to pick up containers are owner operators, right? Yes. And... Some of them, you may see a company name, like how I was before. With, uh, I'm not going to name no company names, but we all had the same company name on the side of the truck. But I own my own truck. I came in, made my money as an independent contractor. Yet, they directed me what loads I had to go pick up. You understand? Yeah. But now, say, that's different from like an owner owner who got his name on the side of his truck, all his permits. He can call different companies and set shit up on his own, get loads how he want to get them. But if you contract with a company, you only move and they work. You understand? Yes. So if the law gets passed, what what will happen? What's going to happen is companies are going to have to consider them independent contractors as employees now, which is going to fuck up the game because and now they have to pay for W twos and stuff. Pay for W twos, workers comp, mm. these type of fucking things. But it's going to mess shit up because think about it. I ran into one of my boys. He got about five trucks and he got drivers, right? So he saw me pull up because he like, damn, you working with this company now? I said, yeah, I'm over here. Everything is what it is. You know what I'm saying? He asked me, can I come over there? That's what he asked me. Is there some openings? I said, why are you asking me that? And I know you got all these fucking trucks. He said, for one, when the port's slow and he got drivers going home early, that's fucking up his pockets. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then if they change the laws where now they're going to be considered employees, how is he going to pay drivers now all of a sudden if he's not getting his rate? That's so, I think that's the, the shaky shit that's going on right now. No, I don't think nobody really knows what's going to happen when it comes to that because it's like, how can you have an owner-operator come into work with his own truck, own this, own that, still paying for everything, but you call me an employee now? So to my understanding... You have to pay for my fuel, pay for my insurance... Pay for every fucking thing and yeah. put me a schedule. So to my understanding, if they do pass this law saying that they do have to pay W-2s and they do have to pay workman's comp, right? Mm-hmm. Say I have a driver and I send you out to get a load. Usually at this point before this law is passed, I'm only paying you for the load. Correct. Now if now I'm paying you by the hour. Yes, and that's going to be the sketchy part. And you're going to be sitting there, and even if you do pick up a Thank load, you. and you, you you could be Thank chilling you. and wasting my money Look at by just chilling at... Man, I this, don't even... I'm already no, knowing. No, but that's exactly... And you be chilling like, at Carl's Jr. for no, six fam. hours. Now I'm paying you for the six hours but, when but this that, load could have been dropped off why, a minute ago. But that's why my guy is stressed right now, because he's like, I might get the low pay, whatever. They might still pay me the... Whatever they pay me for the load. But you still got to pay But I got to pay man. this fool by the hour, and he ain't going to work for no less than 20 plus. Right. So say milk the clock. Bro, exactly. This fool go out there for one load, take five or six hours, and you paying them twenty, at least twenty, that's that's probably gonna be half or almost three fourths of your load gone to pay this nigga and now think about the fuel you gotta pay for. All this other shit. So it's like True that, how, he works for how, your business. How could you not, how know. could you make money now? Because it's gonna be too fucking difficult in that system. You'd have to literally own your trucks. Get your own loads for top dollar, like your as your own fucking entity, and then you can pay niggas like that. But if you contract them with a fucking company and you as an employee, and now you got employees, how the fuck is that going to work? Well, if, if this law employee, is passed, you can't even do that yourself. You can't be an op- owner operator and pick these up, right? Correct. This the thing you can because what I'm hearing, 
some of these companies, these companies that do do this independent contractor shit, uh-huh. they're going to end up becoming brokers. So with that being said, they're aside from the trucking company now. You see what I'm saying? Ah. They're going to be they're going to find a way to do it because slicky slicky boys. But that's what I'm saying. They're going to have to be considered brokers so that they're going to make all them drivers instead of be employees. They're going to tell them. You got to go out and get your own MC numbers, own DOT, own insurance, so that then you could come to me for loads. But what I told my guy, I said, if that's the case, when I approach these niggas for loads, I want way more money for these loads than what you was giving me before as an independent contractor. Now, I should be able to negotiate my rates because you can't negotiate your rates as an independent, as a contractor on with the company. They get out, They got a flat rate sheet. You move a load from port to this location, this the rate. But now that you're an owner operator for yourself, you would have you should be able to have a right negotiate. now to negotiate. I don't want one twenty for the load, nigga. I want two fifty. You should be able to do that. But the problem with this game is you're gonna have these niggas out here still undercutting, telling them I'll still run these loads for the one twenty. Even though we all paying for all this shit now, why would you still be taking loads for one twenty? All it takes is a handful of motherfuckers to fuck the game up even when this True. happens. And that is the that's the that's the problem, dog. So it's always so the niggas it's so always the niggas advice. outside of the union who will break that. But that's what I'm saying. So words of advice to niggas, especially out here in the LA area, working out the harbor, nigga, be paying close attention to what's going on before you get yourself into some shit. Do my nigga Jones a favor and don't be that guy. Okay? Man. I th- that's why I made the transition I made when I did because I don't I didn't know how shit was gonna play out. I'm gonna wait to see how it plays out, bro. Before I even think about doing anything else because okay. I don't want to find myself in a fucking mind-boggling situation again. I have another fucking panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have that. Maybe if you do have a panic attack, maybe I'll toss you to your own terms. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. But yeah, I'm glad we top onto that because that's a spicy. Uh, that's a spicy thing, especially here in SoCal going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, some weird ones that happened, like SB 188 hairstyles. You'll now be able to wear your natural hairstyles and shit to certain workplaces. Yes, yeah, instead that of one. being forced to. I saw like, that one, like natural hair. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know you couldn't go to work with your natural hair. No wonder there's so many weaves going on. I don't know because there's 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 fumes and stuff that you put in your hair. You know, if you think about it. <laughs> There's some crazy stuff people put in their hair that be messing up. Like what, nigga? I don't know. You put some. You put some, so shine. Like what are you talking something, about, bro? You that put black ice. You put something. I'm trying to think of a name that sounds you out put of pocket Mur- right now. You put some Murrays in your hair, nigga. Now you gonna fuck some shit up at work. I don't know. You put some beeswax. It's probably allergic. The fumes be going to the burgers that you flipping at your minimum wage job. That now you make it twelve dollars an hour. And That's then you gonna mess up the, the 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 driver who came and pick up his burger. So now he he bro, have bro, he have a stomach ache. He got to take tums. And he not even an older <laughs> operator. It all comes around to all these things that you was talking about. This shit is a is a wild world we living in where they gotta pass laws on hairstyles. That's all I gotta say on that shit. I I kind of understand why though. Like it's it, just like in the whole retrospective things. It's like yo, there's a. I don't know, bro, why it was. But, I mean, now they pass it. Now it's like... This no, is for, like, news matter. anchors and shit. Even those ladies, like, the, especially the black chicks, like, now they can go in natural, which is which they should have been doing from the jump. I think this goes back to all of this shit about weaves and all of this shit, which is crazy to me anyway. Like, you remember that situation when the girl's hair was just natural, the H&M shit, and people were bashing yeah. that? Like, this is the, basically the same thing. It's like... 
why the fuck should it even matter how your hair looks when you come into work? You understand? Like, that's 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 weird. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I mean, I feel like you should be able to have. I feel as long as you keep it well kept. I wouldn't say why does it matter, but as long as you keep it well kept, because if you look like you on your lunch break just look like you just got done in the car, you know what I mean? Like your hair everywhere, like people gonna look but at you me, like yo. But to me, if that's that niggas, if that's their preference, then but they doing their job properly. True. But see, but if you in front of a camera, if you in front of a camera, if you in front of a camera, that's your job. For sure. You I mean, if that's right. your job and you and you doing your natural, of course they're gonna fix it up right. But the thing is, I don't like when I see females feel like they got to always have the weave shit going on. Yeah. Like. I don't like that either. The natural look is still a good look. Like, it's a it's an awkward thing. Like. Sometimes. Okay, the weave is cool sometimes. But then it's like, if you wear it all the time and then you actually finesse a nigga into getting with you and you always wear weaves. Next thing you know, you get home, you pull that shit back and now you got shorter hair than me. You're confusing niggas. There's a but you know there's a lot of people I'm talking about just like that. Like but that's their confu- natural look. But you're confusing people, and that and I But think what about that's the, the natural look? Like say if that is their natural look, that they then that's headed. cool. And there's female what, like, bro? There's no, there's chicks, some that are there's chicks yes. that got fades, all that. Yes, that look decent, and it's yeah. like. But sometimes they're natural. Theme. Okay, so their natural look with a wig on, right? They take it off. They they hair's not done. You know what I mean? What if that is their natural look? What you mean? Like, they don't even do that? They don't even do their hair, bro. That's what we're talking about right now. <laughs> so is that natural look fine? Because you said that it doesn't even matter look, if they walk this, into work. No I matter what they was, look like. All I said was, if you're going to work, you got to have common sense to go and looking presentable. If you're going with your natural, natural it up some. Don't just walk in like you just woke up and said, fuck it, this is natural. No. Okay, that's what I wanted sense. you to address. I yeah, didn't know course, if you were just saying, oh, wake I'm not up. Saying, I'm not saying you woke up like this. It's like, like damn, look. you did two out of the three things. You ate breakfast and brushed your teeth, but you didn't do your hair when you came to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to I mean, do all three. I mean, for sure, that's out of pocket. You feel me? Like, you got to, if you go into a job in a professional setting, you got to understand there are codes. You can't just come to work looking crazy. That's like mm-hmm. me waking up, coming to work in sweats and flip flops. They're going to be like, take your ass home. They're going to be like, damn, you work for Google? <laughs> You must work for Google. That boy working up there in the Facebook office. Well, for real. What the fuck you flip-flops? Damn. He got his own office. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. You got a couple? I got I got, I got, two. I got... No, actually, I got three, but... I'm going to just name two of them, if that's okay. cool. The one that I really like, bro, is the SB1343, and that's the sexual harassment training. Mm. And I think... And I think when you brought this up, bro, in the beginning of like this last decade, if we're thinking about it, what was the one thing that really, really came up? And I'm thinking about it now was the Me Too movement Thank you. and how all these women were now coming forward talking about this and that. And it was always 50-50 with everybody because 50% would be like, damn, why come out now when it's like, dude, it is kind of scary coming out the time it happened, especially if you're a young woman, especially if... Uh, you know, you didn't know what your rights were if you didn't know if you were even going to win a case, especially if somebody was famous, la-di-da. But anyway, with this sexual harassment training, it says that if you have five or more employees in uh, in a workplace, it requires that you have at least two hours of training for sexual harassment within the six months of your hire. And I think that's uh, that should happen because you I mean, never know yeah. what could happen. I saw that too and I was thinking of saying the Me Too movement is what generated this. Yeah. You understand? You got too many cases of shit popping up out the woodworks. 
And like you said, it's understandable. Some shit happened to you and you don't want to come out. I don't have no thought process when it comes to that because it's like if that's a female's choice, that's her choice. But you saw a couple of dudes come out talking about they were sexually assaulted as well. So it's like it's a it's a um, I think it's good to do that, especially in the workplace, bro. That's probably good to have that course because you we all know at work shit get a, you be seeing weird shit going on like the conversation, the fucking comments, this and that. Like that shit can get taken out of context real quick, and then your ass is fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, and the workplace is the first place most of this shit happens because you're around these people so much. You get in a comfort zone thinking, oh, you're going to s- smack her ass today and think it's a joke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're going to push that ass. They're going to push your ass. To you, see, jail, you know what I'm saying? Like, you in there playing games and shit like that, all of a sudden think this shit is funny. <laughs> then they're going to play games like that with your booty hole in jail. <laughs> They gonna have that boy bent over like with a Vaseline, baby boy. But that's some real shit, man. Like, I think that's why the workplace gotta enforce this shit, man. Cause it's it's you get too comfortable and you think that this shit is okay, bro. You can't be moving like that, man. Like, you gotta respect niggas' boundaries. It kind of remind me of um, a little short story of, of my neighbor. Okay. <clears throat> so you know, cause I just moved into my place. Yeah, yeah, and I was just talk, appreciate that. And I just yes, talked to, to my neighbor, like two houses down. Yeah. And I said, he was like, hey, um, he's like, man, welcome to the uh welcome to the uh block. Um Welcome back. <laughs> basically is what he said was welcome to the block and what I did for a living. So I told they brought him brought you like an apple pie and shit. No, no, no. Okay. I, I was walking down the street. Okay, okay. And then I told him what I did for a living, and then I said, What do you do for a living? Yeah, yeah. And he said, I am a professor of logic at USC. Nice. I said, bro, nice. We need to have some conversations. Professor of logic? I said, what the hell is that? Correct. And but that's, said, that's why I say it's nice because it's like, we all think about what the fuck is that person doing for yeah. life. And then they hit you with some shit like that. It's like, what the fuck do you think about exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> so the way we thinking right now is like, what the hell is that? Yeah. So I asked yeah. him, what's that? And he said, it's kind of hard for me to explain, mm. but... I should just give you an example, and then you'll understand it better. I said, okay. okay. So I'm messing with him. So he goes, do you have a doghouse? I said, yeah, I do. He said, with this doghouse, I presume that you have kids, maybe a child, and a dog? I said, yeah, I do. He said, so I'm thinking if you have kids, you're a heterosexual man, you're married to a woman? I said, yeah. He said, that's logic. Just for me saying, do you have a doghouse? Mm. I know that you have kids and a wife. I mm. said, damn, that's dope. So I'm going back to the house, and one of the other neighbors on the other side flagged me down. Right. Flagged me down. He goes, hey, man, I any nobody on this block ever talked to that dude, bro. Mm. I said, damn, for real? He said, yeah, what did he say? And I said, basically, yo, he he a uh, uh, professor of logic at USC. Just like how we said. He said, right, well, what right. is that? Right. So I said... Well, instead of me just telling you what it is, because I can't, I'll give you an example. Yeah. I said, do you have a doghouse? My man said, no. I said, oh, so you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Just off the top, said, oh. (laughs) So where's your man's at? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, that was a joke, though, bro. I didn't that wasn't a real story. Trust me, I know it couldn't be, because I already know you ain't got no goddamn dog. That's why I was just waiting. I didn't know what was coming. But this is the fuckery that I'll be talking about. 
A nigga, the professor of logic. Bruh, I took this story. I took this joke from somebody. But bro. you, I bet there is somebody that does that. Teach really? you some shit like that. Why not? Well, you know, like logic about- and theory, that type of shit. True. That's 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 some that's some shit people be into. But the one, the one other thing on a serious note, the one mm-hmm. other thing that I do like, or one of the laws that's passed, SB eighty three, extending paid leave from six weeks to eight. To eight. Looks like I'm gonna be popping out more babies. That's what I was exactly thinking. I said, I said, nigga, you gonna pay me an extra two weeks? <laughs> nigga, we better have twins. I said after July first. Oh, that's when the, it is. Yeah, July first. Oh, I didn't really deep into it. Thank you for so, telling me that. So I gotta wait. Wait a, wait a little bit. You no, know because if you start now, bro. January, yeah, February, you can March, start April, now. May, they June. pop out like July fourth. You good? July, August, September. They pop out September. Or pop out in yeah. So if you already pregnant now and that baby born. <clears throat> July 2nd, you in the green, baby. Tell them, look, I need them eight today. <laughs> I need that. And it's only for it's only for baby leave. But you know, and I'm what? actually. And taking care know. of like sick. But I'm actually glad that now men are able to get part of this shit too, though. Did you take it when uh, Jello was born? No, because I was an independent contractor, nigga. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for passing. Thank you and for putting the, a halt to the law. That, and that's that's another thing with that shit. I'm not even gonna get into that, dog. It's a lot of it's a lot of variables to being an independent man out here in Damn, the game. It's, a, it's it. a lot of variables. But um Rose Royce with that independent. Oh God. It's working at the strip club. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> hey, gotta make hey. your money somehow. You working security, yeah, then you stripping yeah. right after. <laughs> you talking about dudes? Yeah. See the nigga who working security. I don't know no niggas that's been strippers. Like that's a that's a wild that's a wild job, baby boy. If they if you were stripper pro, bro, I, they probably call you wild dingleberries. <laughs> <laughs> you were flapping your cheeks. That nigga said wild dingleberries, nigga. Wild thornberry head ass nigga, man. What the fuck? Damn, I can't believe that shit back together again, bro. The wild thornberries? No, that shit. The other shit. What? My butt cheeks. <laughs> hey, y'all. This boy stay locked and loaded, ready to go. So, if you ever meet this nigga in person, be ready. Anything that just sounds off, don't respond. Just walk away. You'll save yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think there's only one more that I want to touch on, bro. I want to hear it. Um, Well, for one, the online privacy shit. They ain't going to be able to like have all our data and shit. We're going to start knowing, getting to know what the fuck they collected from I don't us. believe it. Yeah, we can, how can, but how can you really believe it when you don't really see it? See it? Or when you That's don't like, even know what to look at. Like, what the hell am I supposed to be looking at? Because what they're going to do, they're going to apply for some shit. It's going to be a gang of words and click this box to continue. You just gonna click the box. If you're not a robot, <laughs> find. It's gonna be if you're not a robot, click on all the boxes that have a crosswalk. You gonna well, be you doing know that for times I get there, I'll be like, damn. And then another screen pops. I said, nigga, I hit all the crosswalks. For real. And be like, oh, click the ones with all the palm trees. Or all the street lights. It's like, come on, bro. I'm tired of this shit. I'm not a robot, bro. If I was close to it, like, let I me think pass. the last one that was important though, the school suspension thing, where it's gonna be. You can't get suspended, right? Is that well, what it is? You can get suspended, but. There's a new law. The law bans schools from suspending students in grades fourth through eight oh, yeah, for yeah. disrupting school activities or defying teachers and administrators. Now, in students in grade K through three already have this protection, high school students must wait until 2025 for this same benefit. Nah, so high, high school? school, yeah, high school. That's a sketchy situation because now 
because I one of the niggas I work with, he says his wife is a teacher, and he's he's told me like the shit she has to deal with as a teacher, and it's like. But they also get paid with how many students show up to class, correct? Right. I, I mean, I don't know how teachers I think that's get paid. I think that's but, what it is. Like that's why they the take attendance. The day, but at the end of the day, bro. They taking a tennis to see if your ass came to school, nigga. Yeah, but then you, so you also have call to have whole house and be you like, also have to have certain amount of kids coming to school in order for the teachers to get that like payoff. Does oh, that make sense? I don't sense? know. I never, I never asked nobody about that. Oh man, you should have been a teacher like me. I'm good, but my thing is this: if you start allowing, to me, it's it's cool for the younger dudes because you don't want them to kind of be. There's got to be a way to still get them in check, though, because you don't really want them to keep coming in every day going nuts and we just not doing shit about True. it. Because now, yeah, they are being disruptive every fucking day now because you said we can't remove them. So now what's going to happen? Either they're going to still be able to stay in school but maybe have another classroom for these niggas or if you still let them be disruptive and be in the class setting every day when this kid's really trying to learn, is this going to really work? That's the that's now that I think about it, I want to know is it going to work out then? Because if if you got Joe Blow coming in every day, fucking cussing the teacher out, slapping niggas in the head, just doing stupid shit all day, and this is an everyday thing, and you can't do nothing for the whole year, that's fucking disruptive. So are they trying to keep them in to try to see if they can help change them or what? In the early nineteen hundreds, they could slap these kids. Yeah, Did you see that video? No yeah. Did you see that video with the little boy, where the uh, where um, the teacher was like, "Okay, everybody have a seat." It's a kindergarten kid, and he goes, "Shut your ass up, stupid bitch!" And he but, started calling her all this stuff. But you see stuff. what I'm saying? And then all they say is, "Hey, hey, get out of the room right now." You know what I mean? No, now, but that's what if that, that happens every day? But that's you know his what parents, mean? bro. Like that's out of pocket, nigga. But even if it's his parents, the the what we're talking about right now is the education system and you're what right. the teachers so, can do about and now, it. And now you're basically telling these teachers, you just got to deal with this shit. And a low key, that's kind of fucked up because they already out here not making that much money, and you're gonna want them to have to accept that little Tyrone is out here fucking coming in trying to. Cause a fucking ruckus every goddamn day? Nah, bro, that shit ain't even right, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with that, bro. Like, I understand you want to keep kids in school and shit, bro. But if you're gonna still allow them to just get a pass just because of their age, then you giving them a pass to be fuck ups in life. You know what I'm saying? Even with what you said earlier, if you have to throw them in a different class, you throw all these bad kids in one class. Ooh, that's, yeah, it's all bad. That's gonna be rough, bro. So. But if we'll I was a teacher, if you pay me way more than the other teachers to watch a class like that, I'd do it. Okay, so that's enough with the fucking laws. Um, 2020, I hope that was very informing to a lot of y'all Californians um, and even people across the United States and other countries. So if you do come to Cali, you know what you're up against. <laughs> if you do come to Cali, get, take your ass way back home. Ain't, yeah, I'm it's not better going, where that's you probably it's probably where you, It's probably better where you at. Yeah, a lot of people, you see the glitz and glamoury on the um, the TV screen, but come to Hollywood Boulevard for real, for real. Come to Long Beach Boulevard for real, for real. Yeah, go see the hoes on the stroll, because I'm telling you, whatever you seen on TV, baby boy, I don't even know. I don't even know how to get this shit off all these years. <laughs> I said, damn, the stuff you see on TV, I'd be like, where's that at? Exactly. I'm like, man, I want to go there. Dang. Damn, Hollywood Boulevard is a wild street. 
You better uh, have a partner with you walking down them streets late at night. That's all I got to say. And your partner better look like Tukey Williams, because if not. On the real, because this is some sketchy shit nah, going on. They're going to fold you like Gumby. Yeah, man, but um, I want to hop in the blast from the past. Um, Ooh, yeah. This is for all you new listeners and all the new listeners coming in 2020. I just want to start about thank you for getting this far. But blast from the past, and we're going to talk about a story from the past. It's either funny or crazy. Now, I'm going to do it this time. It's usually J-Lots that's on this part, but I have one already that happened a couple of days ago, so it is a blast from the past. Speak on it. Even though it's a couple of days. Um, I'm going to call this SWB, Shopping Wild Black. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, I got to put these niggas on blast. <coughs> Fucking... Um, Big Lots over there on PCH. PCH. Big Lots on PCH. Yeah. It's by PCH a 99 cent store. It's by a sushi spot. It's oh, by, it's across the street from like, like Popeye's. It's like, PCH, it's like PCH and Narbonne, something like that. Yes, PCH, nigga. Yeah. Yes, thank you. We're in that area. <laughs> this okay. Big Lots. Okay. So we sliding in. Just to go grab a couple of things, right? Like, it's just a regular night. I'm already stressed out from the day. Working all that shit. And I just want to get through this motherfucking store and go home, right? We slide in the store. It's me, my wife, and my daughter. We sliding. So I start sliding down the lane by myself. Next thing I know, I, I witness somebody in a Big Lots shirt tagging along with me. Now, she got an item in her hand looking, trying to look for where to put it back. But I'm in, like, the food lane, and she got, like, a mop. She got a toy. I said... I said <laughs> I'm thinking to myself already, like, okay, I'm confused. These are the granola bars, but you have a, a broom in your hand. You didn't say nothing? I couldn't, bro, because listen, I'm <coughs> sagging. I'm sagging, bro. I hit another lane. Now I'm in electronics. She got the same item in her hand, and when I hit the lane, I try to juke her, right? I said, this how I'm going to find out if she really following me. Slow down. I stopped. I turned around, went out. I looked back. I didn't see her. I looked the other way. I looked back again. She was right behind me again. Yeah. I said, okay. I walked back in the lane. She came back in the lane. I said, I th- I'm thinking to myself like, bitch, what are you really thinking I'm in here trying to steal? We just discussed this. If you're making minimum wage, do not follow me through a motherfucking store, nigga. You will I've get looked, your, your block lock, bro. Bro, Dang. I felt I felt so disrespected and I felt like I couldn't do nothing. I could. I didn't want to say shit this time because it's happened to me so many different times. But it's like, in this day and age, this is the, and this was a young chick, dog. I said, in this day and age, are you fucking kidding me? You saw me walk in with my family, and you think I'm sliding around in here? While you following me, that other nigga just ran out of here with a couple of fucking TVs, nigga, or a couple of couple of uh, granola bars, couple of fucking toilet papers, all that. That nigga had a whole cart full of shit couple and of walked out the front. He had a whole cart of shit walked out the front door while you following me because you think I'm a snatch a charger and Wait, throw this, it in my pocket. This real life? He, he walked out? No. Oh, I'm okay, just saying. I'm just okay, being. Okay. I'm like being. You know. I'm still. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like yeah, that's yeah. what be happening. It could have been. You following the wrong nigga while the nigga who you think is nice Joe Blow he's tucking shit in the jacket the whole mm-hmm. way walk through. Up his butt crack. Yeah, bro. And I was kind of like I was disappointed because I was like, damn, like you a Latino, like why the fuck what? you following me? That's that's what fucked me up. That's why I brought this shit up. Like, I felt I felt like out of all people, you following me through this motherfucker. 
You feel me? And I felt I felt kind of disrespected, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Just to her specifically. Like, I felt like that was some that was some weirdo shit. It's like, we all supposed to be, like, on the same level, damn near, and you following me like I'm about to take an iPhone charger out this bitch. Like, I just, I just, I'm not with that, bro. Like, SWB is a real thing in, this, in the world. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they got SWS, you know, SWM. Shopping wild Mexican, shopping wild some more. I don't know if they got that, bro. SWB is everything. Shopping wild black, shopping wetbacks. <laughs> this nigga's too much. Shopping wild booties. <laughs> this nigga is crazy, bro. But you get what I'm saying, bro. It's like, I really wonder what the fuck. Why is this still a thing, bro? Like, it was a long time ago this happened, bro, but. Not that story. This shit happened a couple of days ago, but a while back I had young Toos with me sliding through one of the stores. This is years ago. This before, this one Toos was still in high school. Mm. So he wasn't privy yet to a lot of the fuckery that goes on in life. So we sliding through the store and when we walked out, I said, damn, I was hot. That bitch was following me all through the store. He said, he told me, shit, she said, bro, people don't do that, bro. Don't nobody. He was trying to tell me, like, people don't do that, my nigga. I said, bro, this is a real fucking thing, bro. Like, this is some shit that'll happen as you get older. You'll start noticing, paying attention to certain things. But trust me, racism and all this shit still exists in this world, bro. And as he's gotten older, he has realized there's certain things that occur just because of the way he looks, the way he moves. People look at you differently. And that was a teaching moment for me and for him to understand that at a young age, you may not be privy to anything going on around you. You're not really... You're not digging that deep into it because you're just thinking, oh, somebody just doing that out of just because that's how they do it instead of looking at it as this is some fuckery going on. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. as a kid or as a young dude, you might just be moving through life like thinking everything happy-go-lucky. But once you get a little older and start really moving around, you start seeing that there is still some people out here that's got nothing but fuckery in their mind and they gonna always, it's going to always be like that. No matter what we do on this earth, there's still going to be motherfuckers out here being racist as fuck, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like they don't know what you do for a living. They don't know what you got, what you not, what you don't got. But when you go into certain establishments, the way you look, that's how they treat you. Mm-hmm. And there's still locations like that, bro. And it's fucked up. It's fucked up, dog. But Man. that was the blast from the past, dog. So to all y'all out there shopping while black, shopping while whatever, my nigga, just keep your eyes open. Just fuck them. Let them do it because it's like that's how they getting thrills out of their life, they miserable fucking life. So they getting thrills out of you know, on your neck. Like you not coming in here to spend your hard earned money in they goddamn establishment. I feel it. So it's the the crazy. moral the moral of the story is, work on your juke moves in the aisles. <laughs> Big facts. If they own you, bro. If they own you, this how you can tell. Bust the move out the lane, bend the corner, come back in the same lane, and let's see where this motherfucker ends up. I could have already told you. I could already told you that, yo. I told this when she had a mop in her hand in the food section. Correct, but that's when it all started. I was like, my head, like this can't be happening already. We just walked in this motherfucker. That's why I had to start making my other moves and realize this is really happening right now. And I was like, okay. If I was you, I would have grabbed her, that mop. I would have grabbed that mop and been like, dang. This would be nice to cook up for dinner. Thank you. <laughs> the funny thing. And the then smacked her with it. The bitch literally looked me dead in my eyes. Like, Dang, I'm here, nigga. she was bold, huh? Like, 
I'm watching your ass. That's basically how she looked at me. I was Dang. like, this is the most awkward shit ever. Like, this was probably the first time they just made it that obvious. You like, should have been like, don't stare at me, Consuela. You know when you're in a clothing store and I'm a big dude, so I'm a big and tall. And you look like you wear a small. Why are you over here sifting through the four X's? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You talking about people that work there? Yeah, it's like when you go, because you know they got these people called secret shoppers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Them ones you can tell when they on some bullshit. Because uh-huh. you in this section looking, and this nigga over there knowing damn well he don't wear this size. Mm. So you be like, okay, I see you, bro. And this is where they really get you. Niggas don't think I know they business, even though I've never been one. These niggas will go to the checkout, too, and check out bags, bro. Walk out and walk back in the store. I've seen it. Bro, I've seen it, fam. And I'm like... It'd be the weirdest shit. And I'd be like, I know I'm not bugging out here, bro, but these niggas is really out here plotting on arresting niggas for stealing shit. Like, you following the wrong one, bro. That's that's nuts. That's somebody's job, though. Every day they wake up to. Imagine doing that. Imagine waking up. Imagine asking somebody. Like, I told this dude, he's Professor Lachnow. <laughs> Imagine being like, yo, what do you do for, for a living, bro? And this nigga goes, oh, I'm a secret shopper. I'm like, get out of my face. <laughs> like, you probably that nigga that was following me the other day. Like, damn, nigga, you a secret neighbor, too. So get the hell out of here. Yeah, that shit was weird, bro. But, you know, blast from the past. So to all y'all out there, if you are that nigga that's following niggas around the store, stop that shit today. You'll live a better life, and you'll feel better about yourself. You know what I'm saying? You out here making people feel uncomfortable for no fucking reason. If you see a nigga stealing, yeah, pounce on him. But if not, don't. Like, I seen somebody get pounced on. They had, like, six packs of ribs on them. Right here at the fucking Food for Less. Security ran them down, bro. He dropped them all out of his jacket. They was, like, slabs of ribs. That nigga booked, bro. I said, <laughs> that was the funniest shit I ever witnessed in my life. Because I said, my man stole racks of ribs. Like, <laughs> bro. He tucked them in the jacket, fam. But he got out. He got out, but security hawked him down and he dropped him in the parking lot. All right, so something like that. The funniest thing I saw, somebody still laughing, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm in South Dakota and this crackhead, same thing happened, but it was cartons of cigarettes mm. and it all fell out his jacket. So when he, at least the automatic doors, bro. So he <laughs> dropped it. Me and Carmen at the checkout line and we hear dropping, we hear some dude yell, Stop that, man. Yeah. This dude dropped it. All you saw was cartons just. Bah-rah. Falling out of his jacket. He ran towards that, that door, bro. That thing slid open. And it shut right in his face. That nigga, bop. And it square and hit. Bro. He, thought, he thought he was out of there, bro. Got smacked. They I hit said, that emergency button on his ass. I said, dang. I said, imagine going to jail for attempting to steal some bat- some cartons of cigarettes. You get off with the Marlboros. <laughs> couldn't even take one, bro. You feel me? Like, you couldn't even take one. That's got to be the dumbest shit to get locked in the location. Oh, that sucks. Oh, man, I'm lying to everybody. Why you in here? Man, I got into a fight. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. But, yeah, that's I think that's it for the day, baby boy. Yes, sir. Spark That Talk podcast. We sparking convos about shit that matters. I want all of y'all to understand we're on all platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts. We on all the apps. Wherever you look us up, you could Google us. We're gonna pop up on that top that top search. Spark that talk podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Spark That Talk. Um, 
And, you know, we got a lot of good shit coming this year, man. We just getting started, and we're going to keep it cracking just like that. You feel me? It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Latta. And we'll catch up with y'all next week. So, until then, y'all stay safe, America. Wiggle my paws. <laughs>